Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. Thanks for joining me today on our chapter day journey, where we are in Judges, chapter 10, and it was verse 18 that resonated with me. It says that the people of Gilead said to each other, whoever will take the lead in attacking the Ammonites will be head over all who live in Gilead. Today's podcast is entitled, Leaders Are Not One Size Fits All. Many years ago, I met a man who had lived a fascinating life. Having grown up in rural Iowa, he worked for a man who happened to be politically connected, ended up being appointed to a position in the federal government. So he was asked to accompany his boss to Washington, D.C. as his assistant. He quickly rose to a top position within the Commerce Department and served six different presidents directly from FDR through Richard Nixon. Being a lover of history, I thoroughly enjoyed my conversations with this gentleman. He had so many great stories. I asked him who his favorite and least favorite president to work for was. He didn't hesitate to name both. He shared that Harry Truman was his favorite to work for because Truman was a true decision maker. He said, quote, if we told Truman we needed a decision on this or that by Thursday morning, we would always have his decision, he said. Dwight Eisenhower, on the other hand, was his least favorite president to work for. He may have been a good military general, the man said, but he didn't do anything while president except bear the title. He was never around. We got no direction. He made no decisions. He was always playing golf. <laughs> I thought of that conversation this morning as I read today's chapter. Under oppression from their enemies, the Hebrews living in Gilead proclaim that whoever rises up to lead a military defeat of their enemies will become their undisputed leader. And it was quite common in the ancient Near East for kings, quote-unquote, to simply be warlords. And the people of Gilead provide a great example of why it was so common. Survival was dependent on a strong military defense that could withstand the regular attacks of neighboring peoples and tribes. Strong military leaders quickly came to control everything. Now, that doesn't mean, however, that good military leaders make good civic leaders. I've heard it consistently argued by historians that military generals who succeed at civic leadership tend to be the exceptions, not the rule. For every George Washington, who was successful at both, there are a handful of those who were less than successful being president, including Eisenhower, U.S. Grant, Andrew Jackson. In fact, there are eight other presidents that I haven't named who were military generals, and I'll bet you can't name more than one or two. <laughs> Again, that's the point. They were unspectacular in their civic leadership as president. Along my life journey, I've learned that there are different kinds of leadership, and that leadership is not one size fits all. In the same way, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, different kinds of talent, different temperaments. And every human organization, from families to businesses to churches and athletic teams, requires having the right kind of leadership and having people in the right positions to utilize their gifts and talents in order for the system itself to function well. 
At the same time, I've learned that it's important for me to be in positions that fit my temperament, my gifts, my abilities. Whenever I found myself in a job, a position, a role that is incongruent with the strengths of who I am and how I'm wired, well, my entire life will eventually feel just wonky. It's critical for me to know myself and discern opportunities that are right for me and those that are not. Now, this is not only for my well-being, but also for the well-being of whatever human system it is in which I'm engaged. I hope you are having a great day wherever you find yourself on last road, my friend. Have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow.